Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. in the off-air discussion that can happen in just a few short minutes. I feel like we should, we should, since, like, I know we, we've known each other for years. Years, yes. But we interact, I mean, like, all the time now since we work together. There's still stuff that I don't know about you, and I just told you something that I would, I would bet in a million, there's not anybody in this building that knows me that would think that I would do what I just told you. So I almost feel like we need to do a quick little, tell me something that I don't know about you. (laughs) That I wouldn't, but you have to cap it with how that, about that I wouldn't believe. How about that? Uh, oh, see, that's the problem yeah, but with I wouldn't me. Believe. Like if I said 20-year-old me was a different kind of combustible than I am now, everybody would believe that. But you that. just told me something. So I mentioned real quick, okay? So I, I mentioned uh, this really happened to me multiple times that coaches, in order to kind of get the week of practice going, like asked me to start a fight. Right. With whatever, didn't matter. It's like, and they multiple times, and every time I said no, because I thought it was stupid. And you teed me up, and I had never been asked that. However, I was someone who, like at one point in time after practice, got into a real legitimate brawl with a guy that I thought was like a scout team hero. Yeah. Which I think every guy has done, but I, I'm amazed because when I think when I think of you, knowing you, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, Gresh would do it. Like if somebody, if uh, you know, if asked what if, I've if served, asked, yes, yeah. If asked, you would yes, coach, whatever you want, coach. And usually it's the it's usually the offensive lineman that usually start it right where the offensive line goes. Let's set the tempo, right? So the O line wants to true. set the tempo. The D line they want to set the tempo, and so because I was part of that group. And, you know, they asked me to do it. I was like, no, I'm not starting a fight with somebody who hasn't done anything wrong to me. Yeah. So you want me to start it and then finish it? Well, I mean, no. I always feel good about a fight if I feel like the other person started it. Then I have, like, I don't feel guilty. Then you're afterwards. okay. You don't feel but terrible. But amazing that like, the coach never saw that quality in you. That's that's what I'm more amazed at. No, it, it was I mean, more... They've never even asked you to start a fight. Nope, nope. It's amazing. A, because they were probably a little worried at what I would have done. And B... There like was you don't a, have an off switch. There was a little stop bit of a him, yeah, stop right. Him, wait, stop. There was a bit of a you know a, a history. Like there were there were some people who lived on our on uh, one year who lived on our floor who were from like another country. These two girls, 
And when they cooked food, it smelled awful, stunk up the whole hallway. So, of course, me, I'm with my guys that I lived with who played football, and they got me all wound up because it stunk because I walked in the hallway, and the first thing I said is, what the F is that? And they go, oh, it's down the hall. They're cooking again. And I did the watch this. Meanwhile, if they had phones, there'd be video. Instead, my man Nelson and Sherrod were there laughing because they knew that I was wildly inappropriate. That's probably if I write, see, you the, know, it is. If they, I write the book I want to write. That probably should see, be the title. The coaches probably said, "You're right." The probably coach no, no, says, they knew "You know what? Wrong He's a guy. little bit, wrong guy. He's, he, yeah, he'll yeah. he'll own the part. He'll own the part. It'll and be, he will not. We will not. No, you know what? This guy, he'll." Right. He'll do it the right way, but it'll be well. It'll probably be too obvious. I'm like, ah, I don't like you. Ah, can I? Here, let me just give you a quick one that <laughs> that you will completely a story enjoy. that I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> this yes, uh, absolutely. It's a guy who is now a longtime scout in the National Football League. He was one of my uh, he was one of my teammates. And do you ever do like the introduction when they would bring in like a new recruiting class, right? And you get up and introduce yourself. And you might throw your nickname or whatever. Anyway, this guy stands up, and he is like, my name's Francie Jordan. I'm from Hempstead, New York. All y'all blanks can call me black. Great. So he just became black. That's what everybody called him. So my best friend, Nelson Martinez, and, and God bless his wife, Elaine. She's fighting cancer again, and he's my best friend on earth, and we laugh at this. So I'm in the lunchroom, and I'm literally eating by myself. Not a surprise. Right? Th- th- this is probably 19-year-old me. Nobody wants to see Mullet, mullet <laughs> yeah. big, long hair in the back. Yeah. And my man Nelson would be, like, talking to me, and Black went over to him, and he was like, how come you talking to Gresh, man? He's <laughs> like, he's kind of cool. They're like, he crazy, man. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? And he is like, and then he ran down all this stuff, and Nelson was like, yeah, that's my kind of guy. Yeah. Nelson, by the way, also grew up in Newark, New Jersey. He went to, like, Elizabeth High School. Where, like, you were walking around with weaponry to be able to get through the day. So he was a little, he was a tad askew on his own as well, and that's why we connected. But he had other people on the team telling him, don't hang with that guy, he's nuts. (laughs) So you can get a a better handle as to 19, 20, 21-year-old me trying to interact with other people like that. They're, like, looking at the depth charts, like, okay, I can go over Jack, I can go with Billy. I mean, you know, Hank's a little crazy, but not tough enough. Not Gresh. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's just kind of go through the line. And I knew the offense better than the uh, than yeah. the uh, than the O line coach, yeah. which so, is never good when you know the offense a little better than the person coaching you. Just in terms of the calls. Well, it's not I left say four. It's right four. There's there's a polite way to do it, oh, and then there's no. the Gresh <laughs> way of doing it, which is not. I'm let me. Hey, let me tiptoe around this. No, right, no, no. I'm just gonna. I'm the Kool Aid man. I'm just gonna just. I'm just gonna run through the wall. And that was <laughs> yeah. It was the wrong one. It really was. But the story that you told was uh, one that <laughs> I think people could connect with. Let's put it this way: Young Foyer got into it with an older player. Yeah. But it was what you admitted to me. Then what you do when you start to lose your mind a little bit like well, that? Well, it was like, I'm a crier. I will admit this. this. this is also 18-year-old Foyer. No, I think I would still do it to this day. I, I get, like, after I, like, every fight that I've ever been in, like, I emotionally just lose it. Like, I sob. Like, I, I cry. Like, tears. Like, alligator tears. Though so if I, the, the last, I can't remember the last fight I got into, but back in those days, you know, when they separated you, the coaches would come and they'd grab you. And I legitimately had to be consoled. 
One of but, my old coaches just yeah. texted me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they know. Classic black story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was me. That was something I don't think people, like, when I would get into a fight, I would no. I would be crying almost as, like, as the fight was ended. Ah, I don't want to do this. Almost no. that. Like, you brought me to a p- dark place that I'm not really comfortable being in, but since I'm in it and I need to defend myself, like, my emotions take over. It's like a conflict of emotion for me. Fighting, I, and then it's like, I don't want to do it, but I have to, and so I, I feel bad about it. I was just really uncouth. Like, it was almost like, well, we can't really help it. I feel, I feel like I'm not the only one. I, there's got to be more people out there oh that God, are criers after fights. I feel like, first of all, here's the thing. You don't remember anything from the fight. Like, I never remembered anything that went on or what I did or how I did it. it almost, I almost blacked out. And I would think a lot of people would probably tell a similar story. Right? Your, your, your adrenaline's going. Like, you're, you're trying to, you know, it's a fight or flight situation. And, and when it's all over, you probably really don't remember anything other than you're just trying to, you know, get out of it without, like, getting completely beat up. That, that's what I would think would be universal. When it uh, comes to any fight, I hear, like, what, what Some people man? let it out. I let it out. I feel like it's like everybody needs a good cry. And some people deny. <laughs> Wasn't me. Deny, deny, deny. Oh, it was obvious. My, oh, my, my eyes were swollen like I just, like I'd been crying, like I was at a funeral. What's wrong with you? Stop. I can't stop, coach. I had so to, embarrassing. I had, to, uh, I had to spend part of a semester all around campus being like, that ain't my potato gun. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're just riding around. <laughs> all hey, so if your kids are crying, after an altercation, hey, give them a hug. They just want to be hugged, and let them, they want to know that it's going to be okay. You're not going to be in a ton of trouble. Do you ever learn from your parents where, like, you thought one thing, and your parents were like, no, 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 no. There was the real you. Like, they're, oh. No, like, I always thought that I am kind of antisocial because I moved when I was between eighth and ninth grade, and then I went to a different high school. Like, I had, like, a junior high school, so I was in one junior high school in eighth, a different one in a different school district in ninth, then the high school in that different school district for part of my 10th grade year. Then I went to Westerly, and I wasn't. I didn't have a vowel at the end of my last name, so I didn't fit in. So that was like two and a half years, and I've always said part of the reason that I don't really care for people is because of all the moving, and my mother goes, no. She's like, listen. You were like that as a baby. She was like, in fifth grade, that's where it started. And then it was like this whole history. She's like, that's just you. So don't, See, which was a nice way of her saying, don't put that ish on me. I can read you. I should, I should find it and show it to you. I can, I found my fifth grade report card. And uh, so there was five, four quarters, right? And, and every quarter, the teacher would write like a little, like, uh, like, you like know, the progress like report. The comments, or, the comment oh, yeah, section, the comments. right? <laughs> and every single one was. Christian is too chatty. Christian won't stop talking to the girls. He won't stop talking. He won't stop talking. Second quarter, Christian still talks all the time. I cannot give him the shut up. He he will not leave the girls alone. Third quarter, Christian is still talking and will not stop talking and talking to other people. So every single one, conduct D, 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 because I just was way too chatty, way too chatty. So even if like I was like, you know, Doing well in school, my conduct grade was always like an F. Oh, my. Always an F. I always. I cleaned it up for like my last two years of high school. I'll leave it at that. But normally it was not. I'm not proud of it. (laughs) It's just the way we were wired. What was fifth grade Billy Lanny? 
Fifth Do you grade? even remember Billy? Did no. you used to get the comments from, uh, you know, like late elementary school heading into the near puberty years? No, not really. No. Okay. No. I was kind of like, you know, I was, I was there more than anything. You Got know what it. I mean, I wasn't really a standout. I wasn't really a pain in the ass or anything like that. I just kind of just there. showed up, did my thing, went f- home, all hated right. school. And Terp, hated. that was like four years ago for you, yeah, so right, you must right. remember it, right? <laughs> a little, I do remember Terp's yes. like, cool, peace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. What's your graduating class? Nine or two thousand and nineteen? Amazing. <laughs> close. Close. When, close. When Terp right? starts starts telling stories about, I remember when you did blah blah blah, and I was in high school. I was like, stop it! Don't repeat it. Stop Terp. it! Don't even mention what it's, what you'd say. It's, it's more of the. That. I remember at nine years old when Twitter was born. It's like, oh my god! Yeah. The rest of us are all doing the math in our head and being like, oh my god! I was what? It's like Terp is in like second grade. What's that cord hanging from the phone? (laughs) (laughs) How many people really would know what to do with a rotary phone? We always had wireless. Growing up, we always had the handheld one. Well, now now you got to the point to where it's who has a home phone. I have a line. I don't give it to anybody. My parents have a landline. Uh, do they my really? My grandparents do. Right, but all people that are over 65. Yeah. And his grandparents are like the age of our parents. My So my mom and dad, you know what? And see, this is where the cheapness of my father comes into play. It, he is like, I got cell phones. If you need to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me. I'm not paying for a GD landline. It's like, okay. Yeah, but he's also 73. But that's rooted in him being cheap, not him being old. But like, you know, our other olds in my life, like my in-laws, I mean, my father-in-law still uses a fax machine for his business every day, for crying out loud. Like, he's so rooted in that, and it's like, well, he's 80 years old. He ain't changing his ways. No, I still like a good I still like a good fax machine. Do you, you really? Yeah, I still like a good fax machine. You, the fact that they, they still, don't they still fax in, don't you still fax in your letter of intent in, in high school? Don't they still, what is it, don't they still fax I that think in? I remember, Or geez. trades or something. I feel like they were still doing that, and some guy oh, yeah, messed yeah, up their yeah. deal gotta, because the fax... And it was like two years ago. You have ago. to get it to the league office in yeah. the NFL, I think it is. You have to send yeah. over the terms. You would think yeah. you could do it via email. Yeah, just scan it. No, but if it's a hack, that I think I think it's got to be on some sort of official letterhead is my guess. And then that way you know. Because okay. in an email, like imagine if Billy Lanny hacked the email address of the general manager of like the Indianapolis Colts or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then send something to the league office. You know, we're we're trading Shaq Barrett for a seventh round pick. Yeah. And they'll be like, wait a minute, what? This doesn't make sense. It's not authentic. It's looks yeah. So it's I not think, official. I think that's why they might have to do the whole uh okay. fax thing or whatever. But yeah, I would say that most people with the landlines, you're either conducting business in your house, which is fine, or out of your house. Or you're 65 and older, and then you got that landline. For me, it's just it came with the the Xfinity or whatever. So I did, but I don't have it hooked up. So like I'll see it'll ring on the phone. It'll be like scam it's the ring call on my TV. From, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it'll ring, ring on my TV. TV. Yeah. It'll come up with a scam call from Malaysia or <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's only going to be scam calls because no, nobody, nobody else. Nobody, nobody, you didn't give the number to anybody else. Nope. It's a true inside line. That. We learned a lot. Look oh my god! Look at, Look at learned, that. We learned a lot about you today. So, uh, yeah, Christian, I cried after every fight I won, but never when I lost. Bizarre. That is weird. That is a little bizarre. Wait, so. Like Ralphie in a Christmas story. Bingo. (laughs) You're exactly right. Yes. I'm telling you, well, yeah, that's actually a good comp because that was me. I was crying. Yeah, you were During and after. You were beating the hell out of Scott Farkas. Great. 
And then you're okay. Let's hope that doesn't stick. Well, I know that Andy Hart is probably listening right now yeah. thinking, ooh, ooh, I beat Let somebody Let me tell you. Ooh, ooh, I was a hard O too. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is our friend Andy Hart. He of WEEI.com. And into the uh, Hart Lair where there... Oh, there's the photo behind there you. Is. Okay, I couldn't see it at first. Hey, All I saw friends. was what looked like a little uh, hole there in the wall. And but, he's got a fax machine. And he does. Well, that is... Is that a fax machine and a printer as well, Hart? Yeah, I think that pretty much does it all. Copies, scans, faxes. Okay. The whole, all my needs in one, one there, stop. There we go. Hey, Can't tell uh, you the last time I sent a fax. I know, I know. Well, we were going down the road. of uh, uh, Fourier and I went, we took a walk down Nostalgia Lane. However, I did hit Fourier with something yesterday. We were going to do it at 11 o'clock. But, of course, the news came out of the ticket price increase at Gillette, <laughs> the change in parking and all that stuff. Do you have any thoughts on sort of what season ticket holders found out today? Or is this business as business is done when you're expanding the stadium? Well, I think uh, Chris Mason of Mass Live kind of nailed it. It now puts that uh, immediate uh, email letter they were sent the morning after the season ended um, into perspective now, how they're managing sort of the PR of the offseason with fans. Now, it's a bad look. I mean, there's no way around it. to, to re- When your owner is complaining that you haven't won a playoff game in four years, you have two losing seasons, two missed playoffs, not the ideal time to be uh, raising ticket prices. But you can park for free. Sort well, of. yeah, isn't that it though? That's that's. I mean, I know you're you're about as cynical as, as anybody yes. that I that I know. So, was your first thought, why am I so lucky? Well, what's <laughs> it? What? Why? Why? Why am I getting the benefit? There's there's got to be a shell game associated somehow, some way, right? The old bait and switch. Yeah. Yep. If but, it seems to, if they tell you it's free, yeah. it's like I saw something on TV the other day. One of those commercials where you buy one, the <laughs> second one's free. 
with a small fee or something. And I'm like, well, there's not free if there's a fee. Like, don't tell me it's yeah, free. What's the fine it's print? For the what, what's the fine that? print? It's for the shipping no, 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 and handling. No, no. It didn't say shipping and handling. It said for a fee. Oh, oh. So, so it's not free. It's going to say how charging me for the second one. How's Dice going to get his money if there isn't the shipping and handling <laughs> thrown in there? You know I mean? How's his belt doing? Did his belt uh, It's still, uh, you know what it is? It's still packaged up on my pool table because you know why? I've had no need to go to the post office and send it to him. Well, you could fax it to him. Well, I, it right I, through I, the machine. Th- there you go. That's uh, I should just leave it on the stoop and somebody will pick it up and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I hit Christian with some of these yesterday, and let's go down this road hard for some discussion. Right. I came up with five Patriots the team might have to make some tough decisions on. One of the first ones that I threw at Fourier was Jonu Smith – there is 3.75 million of his 10 million salary that is non-guaranteed this year. That's according to Spot Track. Can you get Chanu Smith to take a haircut in salary? And is it worth it for the Patriots, given the way he's played, to approach him to try to trim at least some of the non-guaranteed money to give you a little more cap space? I mean, it's always worth it to try to approach somebody to save yourself some money, right? We all try it. You bring in a contractor to do something. Hey, if I pay in cash, what's the price? Or, like, you try to finagle a little discount, but let's flip the script. Why would John U. Smith do it? I have no reason. Because if I'm him, bleep you, cut me. It sucked for me here. This hasn't worked. I'm a classic change of scenery, so I'll take my guaranteed money, the money that you owe me, and I'll move on elsewhere, and just maybe a change of scenery helps me. So, yeah, it's always worth it to approach and to ask. Worst he could, worst he could say is no, but I don't see it as yeah, does somebody also, Does somebody give Smith a that's what I was say. See, that's the thing. Like, Can you make if, more on the open market? Yeah, if his guarantee is $6.25 million, would he get that on the open market from someone, given the way he's played the last two years? No, but you can get something, and I'm collecting the, the money from you and – getting the opportunity to maybe enjoy myself because I cannot imagine <laughs> he's enjoyed himself. I like love this. how you said maybe enjoy myself. Well, like, even going somewhere else might not necessarily guarantee that. There's no he's he it's clear he's kind of like what Mac Jones what Bill said about Mac Jones. John O. Smith has the ability to play tight end in the NFL. It just doesn't really work. It just doesn't <clears throat> come to fruition. So if I were him I'd not be looking to take a, a – what am I going to stay here? Oh, I'll take pay cuts so I can win a title. Is that the old selling point in New England? Oh, I'll take less to win. It was never it's true, by the way. <laughs> right. There was never, they were never offered more, so they just created their own narrative of, I'm a team player. Absolutely. And so that's no, how it started. I don't, I don't see that happening. So, okay, so um, without saying everything – or the either one of the quarterbacks, like looking at that Super Bowl, where, what aspects of each one of those teams were you envious of? You can't what say you everything, say? and you say, can't say, say the quarterback. Can't say. <laughs> you can't say everything, okay? Because knowing you, you're going to say everything, and you can't say the quarterbacks. What were you envious of? I think there's some answers there. Um, that's an interesting question when you eliminate the obvious Yes, don't answers. be a smartass. I know well, it's everything. I think I would go with what I've been going with forever on my little T. Higgins parade here, the number one receiver, just the guy, the go-to guy, Travis Kelsey. I would love to have Mac Jones throwing to somebody who we always say, how does X always get open? Why is X always catching the football when Mac needs it? And A.J. Brown. So those two guys, now I know Philly kind of has two of those guys with Devontae Smith. They've invested pretty heavily Mm. in the wide receiver position but that's where i would start because some of the other things didn't really show up like we heard all two weeks about 
how great the rosters were, how great the defenses and the pass rushes were, and Hassan Reddick and Chris Jones, they were kind of non-factors in a game where 70-plus points were scored and the offenses made the plays they needed. I didn't really see either quarterback who was all that comfortable for much of that game. So I would start with the number one uh, target, and then I would probably, at least from a, a, a Chiefs perspective, go to the offensive line. They've invested heavily there, and that's an area where maybe if you were the Patriots, you could poach somebody. Orlando Brown, probably the best tackle to potentially hit free agency if you were going to invest heavily in the free agent tackle market. Um, so go-to guy in offensive line that allowed all the other stuff to fall into place. I knew you could do it. I knew you, you could do it. I just needed to give you like clear direction. Yeah, because I would have said everything. What you couldn't say. I know. I was like, you can't say everything. Because that's coaching, fine. Did you see the offensive coaching? That was pretty good, too. No, that, I know. Nice. There, was, there was a lot. I, I mean, I did find myself sitting there going, I, 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 I'm envious of everything they do, the way they organize, the way they motivate, the way they, the, the way they evolve, the way they, the, the, how they re- showed resolve. Like everything was part of it. And they were, I keep saying this, especially the, the, the Chiefs' perspective. The Chiefs are the Patriots now, and I don't mean the dynasty, and I don't mean just the quarterback. Like, everything that went into that game felt Patriots-like, whether it was the penalty that you may or may not have actually even needed that people are questioning, whether it's the the key special teams play. Because all I read was, this game was a battle of the two worst special teams in football. Rick Gosselin's rankings, they were 31-32, and but they got a punt return that they needed where the guy... I guess the guy gets credit for the return. He, Christian, you could have had that punt return. He was just sort of jogging yeah. as everybody blocked for him down the sideline. Um, so everything, they got a big defensive score, almost a second defensive score, and, and you have an MVP who is the best player on the planet, was the MVP in the game, wasn't the best quarterback in the game. Best quarterback in the game was on the, the losing team. So I thought that was a very Patriot-like victory. And then your guy, you tight ends, who are always a little bit off, you got a tight end telling me that you know no one gave the Chiefs a shot. Nobody thought they could win it. Very that's Patriot no, no. one right there. Oh, thank you for thank that you. That was thank Rodney you. Harrison. No, but no, wait, hold Willie on, McGinnis, hold on. Rodney, thank they you, all, all of them. We did this on Monday. Frost. I was like, why is everybody calling out Travis Kelsey? I mean, I can name a hundred guys on the Patriots over the last yep. twenty three years that did the exact same thing. It's I like Kelsey Willie, stole the script. Willie did it in Pittsburgh. I don't think it was the 0-1. It was the second time there was an AFC title game in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Patriots win. Nobody believed we could do it. Willie, you guys were favored in the game. Yeah, but you didn't mean it. Like, well, okay, weren't they 15-1, and one, right? Uh, yes. Like one yeah. loss. At least it was with a team that uh, that had one but, more win than they it did. It was but, amazing. But you're right, like 15-1, 14-2. You're both the favorites. Travis Kelsey yeah. has basically just channeled every vet player on the Patriots over the last 20 years. Well, the and difference but but the difference was at least there were a bunch of people on game day picking Philadelphia. Rodney Harrison the year they won in Jacksonville found the one of 35 at espn.com who said no. All 34 all the other 34 of them picked them big. He found the one person that went with uh, Philadelphia that game and it turned into everybody. Well, and that was from Bill. That trickled down from yes. Bill. I, I can't tell you how many times Bill you know, one time he put, I don't know if you were still around, the Patriots Football Weekly picks page in there because everybody picked Miami at Miami. And, like, Vince Wilfork literally was mad at us. He was like, yeah, you guys are like, yelling at us in the hotel. And I'm like, we picked a game. We think you're going to lose. It's not that big. What we say doesn't matter. And I, I think it's so it's so true. It works. It, and I it believe. Does. How great is that? So, wait, so, Andy, what is... 
I don't I don't get that from Andy Reid though. When I think Andy Reid, I think funny, silly, self-deprecating, grandpa-ish kind of hokey isms, you know, that type of stuff. I don't get the you know, man, look at these guys are saying about us. We're gonna make them pay. I don't get that from him. So I'm curious, like where it comes from. I'm guessing it's from him. Like just because he doesn't broadcast it and he projects a little bit of a different public persona, you know, cheeseburger eating, no coffee drinking, lots of energy, Hawaiian shirts. Like that's him publicly. It's like Bill. They always say, you know, he's different behind closed doors. He's got a personality. He's funny. He's this. He's that. There, there's no way that doesn't come from Andy Reid. It, maybe it's a little more subtle in his manipulation of his stars and how he gets them to feel certain ways and, and projects to them. But it's it's all it's brainwashing, especially now it's brainwashing, where you, know, you go into Gillette and it's all those TVs, the big flat panels, mm-hmm. and accidentally sometimes they forget to change them before the media goes into open locker room. And there's like clips flashing from newspaper clippings, and when one thing is highlighted, really, or one, oh yeah, it's all brainwashing. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know it's that. like a movie. Oh, yeah, really? It's a movie. So, yeah, so when they're walking through the hallway, they're seeing like subliminal messages to yes. create this uh, this like you know chip on their shoulder. Yep, absolutely. And and as Gresh said, the thing they're seeing. 20 times during the week, rotate through the TV screen, maybe one out of 100. Right. It may be the needle in the haystack, but in their eyes, I saw that 50 times this week. You guys didn't think we had a chance. Well, no, that's ah, not really ah, true. I didn't know that. That's oh, yeah. interesting. Well, Brainwash. You that's know, 100%. As you guys were sort of talking about this, there is the part of me that wondered, like the very first run of the Patriots, like you were a part of, Christian. When you think of the guys that were there in 2000 when Bill got there, and then 01, 02, 03, 04, it's a five-year period. This is the five-year period for Kansas City, and I do wonder how much of that stuff does come from the veterans who have been around a while, whether it's them manipulating others, because it kind of felt like after the championship won in Jacksonville that that started to change a little bit because some of the veterans started to kind of go out the door. Yet in Kansas City, I wonder how much of a factor that is of those guys who've been around for this five-year chunk, that they're the ones who've been kind of pushing that stuff so the head coach doesn't have to be as out front with it the way Bill was at times. Yeah, and and I think that's the key part that we sometimes forget when we play radio and like, trade for T. Higgins, we need a big receiver is the mosaic, I think Bill calls it, of the roster and the culture and how certain guys fit in. And for a while there, it was about bringing in the Junior Seaus or the Ted Washingtons or these hungry veterans that are chasing a ring. But it's also about the important mainstays, too. Like, I don't think he had to brainwash Rodney Harrison very hard. I think that was inbred in Rodney from his coming up as sort of a a lower level prospect to how he was treated by the Chargers and there was that was inherent in him. Willie McGinnis too and I don't really know how that worked. I don't know how you go to USC as a prize recruit going the fourth pick in the draft (laughs) and then somehow pick in the draft and somehow you're an underdog. How's the world against you? What world? (laughs) But Brady's the same thing. I know he's a six round pick but Brady stayed in the the world's against us mode when he was the greatest of all time, the most so, biggest celebrity of all time. So it, some of it is inherent in the players, and it certainly seems like Travis Kelsey is a guy that that is just part well, of. Well, you is, know, but it you're just, right. Just to tie that to another, like Dustin Pedroia has that same mentality. He yep. was the number one guy out of high school, could go anywhere, won all these awards. You know, was like he went to Arizona State, won all, and then sure as hell, he still accomplished. And he still kind of has that chip on his shoulder, Absolutely. which yep. I do think was inherent with that first group. And it really was just like self-motivated. It wasn't Bill didn't really need to feed to feed it, 
But when he did, it made it the situation more dangerous. It made us more dangerous. I'll say us. Right, you know, so- because it was just, hey, we're already hungry and pissed already. Now you're giving us more ammunition? Well, then good luck. All right, can, let's swing this around to current day then. Are we Uh-oh. back to the plucky underdog patriots that are going to start pumping up the fact that no one believes in us? I think well, that's because no to. one believes in them. <laughs> yeah, but that's this is it's different when you stink. You have yeah. to have some talent proof. and then have people to doubt you. But, right, but when you but just say stink, they, you stink. Say they win eleven or twelve games this year and they start flapping their gums on that, then it would be true, right? I mean, if they win eleven games, yeah, they're a good team. If they go eleven and six, they're gonna make the playoffs, then yeah, they had a pretty good season. But for this point in time, I don't think you need to any better. A Patriots locker room that thinks they're good or special or anything, I mean, you probably don't fit. This probably isn't the locker room or the career path for you because they're not good. You, you didn't prove anything last year. You are fighting a massive uphill battle, and so so that should be automatic. I mean, look at Mac. Mac saying he needs to re-earn respect. Well, he can re-earn it because, yes, at one point for a short period, he was a franchise Pro Bowl rookie quarterback. You know, wow, top of the world, led his team to the playoffs. There's not a lot of other guys that have a lot of re-earning of respect to do. They just need to earn respect. They are not a respected football team because respect is earned. You have to go out there and prove something. That's why keeping uh, as many players on this roster from last year, if possible, I think is a positive because there is this, like, let us let us prove it that we were, we were not the one kind of grouping one year that literally dropped the ball. It's like, I, I mean, old reference, but when the University of Miami had this long home winning streak, and they, every guy that left the University of Miami would always talk about, like, pass the torch to the, to the next group, and they would just kind of keep it going because nobody wanted to be the team that lost at home. Well, sure as hell, uh, uh, what is it? Um, uh, they lost the University of Washington, and then that was it. And that group is always kind of it guys that stigma on them that they were the right. ones that let it go. So this group, I think – is kind of aware of like the ball that they dropped. Like, and, really, all of them. And I think part of what plays into that, too, is the uncertainty with Slater, the uncertainty with McCourty. Like, there's a, a true leadership passing of the torch here, and it's part of why, you know, I know, Christian, you are a big fan of Jacoby Myers as a playmaker on the field. I think he's a solid complementary receiver, but I would re-sign him and I would keep him because – I think he can help you bridge that as a former undrafted guy who's found his way to being a quote-unquote number one receiver, at least here. I don't think he's a guy that reads his press clippings. I think he's a guy that'll have the chip on his shoulder forever, and I think that could be of value not only on the field as Max Guy until you find a better option, but just in that locker room, in that culture that mm. you're trying to get in the right direction. I would overpay culture. for him a little bit. For yep, years, culture. for years, we crap on the plucky underdog. Now let's sign one because he's a plucky underdog. Yeah. Well, you don't just want to <laughs> suck. You got to have somebody out there that's valuable. <laughs> they'll, they'll underpay him to keep him plucky and to oh, keep him like, that's what I'll do. And my thing, my thing would there be, listen, is. I could still play with an edge if you pay me. I'm not going to go soft if you decide to pay me and reward right. me for my pluckiness. <laughs> Let's right. keep that straight. But while you're thinking about it, just know that if you pay me a lot of money, I'm still going to have a chip on my shoulder. I will right. invent. I'll have, yeah. I'll have one in Chicago if they give me $70 million to come join them in Justin Fields. I'll still be plucky <laughs> and still play with a chip in the midway. Don't think I'll lose my edge. Uh, our friend Andy Hart at WEEI.com. You can read the very latest there from Hart. And I do believe you were with uh, Keith last night too, right? 
I was. It was a very exciting four hours as we had a love fest on Valentine's Day night. Do you have a uh, set day on there that I can promote as well? Are you are you Mr. Tuesday? I am Mr. Tuesday and Mr. Thursday. Ooh, look at twice that. Twice a week. Twice the fun. Look at that. So uh, twice a week. Double right. gum. Oh, what? stop it. Terrible gum, by the way. What? That's Andy Hart at WWE. Uh, see you guys. Uh, see you, Hart. Uh, later. There goes Hart. We didn't even... We barely scratched the surface in that conversation with. I thought uh, it went well, though. Andy Hart. I feel I, they went well. I feel like I, we I'll dug up what, a lot though, of issues that I'm we can not, keep going with. I'm not overpaying for Jacoby Myers <laughs> for pluckiness. I'll tell you that. Well, someone's going to. Yeah, let it be. Let it be someone who will be disappointed. Because Jacoby Myers, the three point nine million, very acceptable. They're not going to. Jacoby Myers got eight and a half million. People start staring at him well, and being like, no. "Dude, you're a Nelson Aguilar 2.0. He'll catch you. No, not a chance. He'll catch you seventy balls. He, he'll be a situational guy. He'll be a chain mover. Like you're, he is not going to all. He will never be in a position to be the number one guy. So he'll always be able to to be open and contribute. Like he's safe. No one ever considers him a Z or or like a, a number one. He's always going to be a slot number two consistent guy. He'll thrive in any system that way. I oh, believe so. We'll continue with this with Gresham Foyer next. W-E-E-I. 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 New England. Sports original. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Foyer on W-E-E-I. Are you finding these? I, I just heard that one when I was in the bathroom. Full disclosure. He's so you, like so mix. now you're stealing the Mix yeah. 104.1 playlist? I didn't have a rejoin idea, and it, I heard it, so I was like, oh, you know what? I think that plays. Stay out can of the bathroom. Can you at least, can you, uh, just, uh, uh, please then, <laughs> just get with our friends Carson and Kennedy, or maybe hit up Greg Daniels upstairs. I don't want Fast Freddy impacting our music down here. I love you, Freddy, and you know it, but... I mean, I mean, uh, get, get you know, reach out with music people in this building for crying out loud. He likes country music. Exactly. That's what makes no, it tough. That's really what it is. is he has no ear. It's not his. <laughs> he has no ear. Now that he is. Doesn't have it. I have two. You're right. Now that is. It's it, like him and Derek White. I just neither one say, of them can hear. You're like Derek White. He got the. Uh, he got the old clogged ear canal or he got whatever. Earwax. Maybe that's what D White has. Maybe he's got earwax. You think he has a major impaction? Yeah, I have, I have massive earwax issues sometimes. So if I don't Jesus. listen, that is legit. And I gave it to my kids. So yeah, so I will get the. If you look at like a the the, the an eraser, that's what I will pull out of my ear from time to time, and it's oh, smelly and it's orange and yucky and gross and sticky. Wait a it's just and it smells just so disgusting. You don't give a clean through. I don't. I don't ears, put anything in, a in my ear. No, nope. like Q-tip once a just, day. If you have you're out of the shower, it's pre- all wet. No. It's easy to get out See, of there. You're not predisposed to earwax. I am. I am predisposed. Well, so you it doesn't matter predis- how often. That's because when I get out of the shower every day before I might like brush my teeth. No, that's not why. I'll grab a Q-tip nope. and go whoop whoop. Talk easy, to done. any ear, nose, and throat doctor, and they will tell you not to stick Q-tips in your ear. All it does is push the water down. All it does is it, all it does is make things work worse. So no, I do not 
One time well, I had. I've never pulled a thing of hemoglobin oh, out of my disgusting. ear like you. It is. It is and I'll tell I'm you this. pretty clear. And considering, you right. know, our ears are kind of a big part of what we do. And it's tied into the way you speak and stuff like that. Let me see if I could kind of like, um, have you ever like, I'm sure you've done this, like stuck your finger in your belly button and smelled it. You ever done that? You were like, just, uh, woo, your, your belly button. Just say yes or no. Fine. Yes. Okay. And then you know it, like if, if it's, it's sometimes it's really nasty and smelly, right? Right. Just say yes or no. I know. Yeah. Yes. It, it's yeah, yes. Yeah. It's yes. Oh, it's fine. Imagine that ten times with earwax. It makes the whole house just reek when it finally comes out. Yeah, it, it looks like it. I, someone should be putting up a picture of, of nasty earwax on the Twitch so people have an no, idea. No, because people I want don't need that. to see that. Yes, you need to see it. Like. You know those because all people these commercials. Are, people are just getting out of lunch for God's sakes. Oh yeah, look at this guy. Now here you're we going to go. This guy. Right. So you're talking about pulling pulling your brain out of your ear, and now on the Harbor One Hotline is Greg Hill, who would tell Terp to let it breathe. But <laughs> honestly, leave him alone. I'm I'm sitting. I'm literally sitting here listening, and that is an extraordinary <laughs> Eddie Money song. And neither one of you have an ounce of musical knowledge in your body, and you're ripping him on that choice. Whoa, 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 wait, listen, hold on. You obviously were not listening maybe 35 minutes ago when I commended him on his musical choice. It was from the same era, the same type of song. I said, excellent choice. It's Gresh who is the hardo music guy. He's the one that doesn't all right, like all right. the music. You got to talk to him. Well, no, the, yeah. the, the reason I didn't pump up any money was because it happens on the other station. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's it, it was it was perfectly timed. It was he went right to the hook. He didn't waste a bunch of time. On it. it was it, it was Chef's kiss. I'm just telling. You, I'm sitting. I'm literally sitting here, about to get my hair cut, and I I would I could have gone for another minute of it. I mean, uh, it was fantastic. Thank you, Craig. All right. So uh, what did you what did you make of uh, Fourier's earwax? Are you going to go get an earwaxectomy with your haircut too? No, that, that honestly was disturbing. But it is. It's weird. <laughs> But it is weird that how it like you don't feel it coming, and then suddenly it's like there's a giant clump of it there. You yeah. know, like there's no advance notice. You know, it what just I mean? falls out. I'm telling you, it's just right. a thing. Like Gresh is just perfect in every which way, in form, and he doesn't have earwax. Hey, listen, do me a favor. Put your finger in your belly button right now and smell it. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, I can't honestly. I can't get in actually at my belly button, but I'm working on that at the gym. That is the, true. Uh, and but Greg, did you ever have one? Did you ever have one where the like the color of it made you feel like you needed to go to WebMD because it's not the normal like orange brownish yes, color thing? Absolutely, yes. Thank you. What does that indicate? What does that indicate? I don't know. Gresh would say you should be, should be cleaning no, your ears. No, I was going to I was going to say it would indicate that you both might be disgusting cretins. <laughs> It's just natural. I'm just saying. Natural. I mean, and, what, and what would Wiggy be saying right now? Yeah, black people don't get stuff in their ears. That's and if exactly they do, what he it's different say. color. Yeah. I don't know what he you would. were talking about, Greg. I stick my he finger in my belly button to make something jump up, if you know what I mean. Yeah, boy. Yeah. He would pivot immediately to something on Pornhub is what he would say. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Have you ever seen earwax sex? <laughs> oh, it's, it's hot and gross at the same time. <laughs> Uh, uh, Greg, thank you, friend. Good luck in getting your hair cut. 
<laughs> Thank you. See you, boy. See you. There goes uh, there goes the great Greg Hill, uh, six to ten here on the uh, Greg Hill Show, and you can get the uh, five thirty to six a.m. replay of the best of the Greg Hill Show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before How about that, uh, Terp, Terp's getting a lot of love today. I feel like we need to kind of start a fight, Gresh. What? Yeah, I feel we need to start a fight. He's getting too full of himself, so we got the. Our radio version of starting a fight with Turp. All right, so here's what you do then. <laughs> no, go. I'm just happy to be here. That's, that's yeah. what I've been he saying. Just say happy to anymore. be here. Go. He doesn't like, say it anymore. Go be like that head basketball coach in New Mexico State. Figure out how to haze him. Put that jib, big giant clump of ear junk on a cracker Please and tell him he's got to eat it. There's something like that. Go back to the old Fourier days. I never where you did were that. You're people up yo, in locker rooms and crying. That's not true. That's not true. I never. You, you know what? You, that is you. you. There were freshmen were coming me, in. No, never. I'm sure you never, tortured. Never, never. Oh, no, I yeah. was always an innocent bystander. And always. I, I was always. Nope, I never did that. I didn't like being hazed. I didn't like when people did it to me, so I made sure nobody did it to them. I used to protect guys here with the Patriots when they tried to shave their heads. I said, leave him alone. Man, just shave his eyebrows. Man banned from <laughs> Vegas. Just an innocent bystander. Well, that's different. Oh. That is a different time in my life that maybe we'll do a podcast. I wonder, it. you know what? Damn it now. I should ask Greg before he went in to go get his hair cut. And, his, and I'm sure the ear hair and nose hair trimmed as well. Uh, I wonder what the hazing was back when he got into radio in the late 80s. You think there was rock, hazing? Like rock radio? In the, oh, in the rock radio world? Of course. Here's a bunch of strippers. Tell me what you... I mean, well, that's what I would mean. Be. Well, Spaz was probably right there with them. I had oh, a, it was terrible hazing. Oh, stop. Please stop it. Don't haze me anymore. You picked the one with the STD. We'll oh, be right back. That's after right. Now I got herpes wolf. for life. Yeah. yeah. There you go. At <laughs> this growth. There's the next promotion. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they, I get some get, good sponsorships with this. Get herpes for, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, who the, who do we have that has a herpes <laughs> cream? A Breva. <laughs> they're on it for, the, yeah. uh, for the ones on your lips. Yeah. You can do the disclaimer oh, and everything. Oh, sweet Jesus. The final hour of this thing is next. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.